Hello and welcome to the weekly VM Campos Comic Book Club. I'm your host, VM Campos, and this is the podcast where I review a comic book new or old from my collection and rate it on the following factors. The cover art, interior art, plot, and enjoyability of the book on a scale of 1 to 5. This week I'm reading Usagi Yojimbo, number 1, volume 2, published by Mirage Publishing in 1993. First of all, a little backstory about the comic book, as usual. Usagi Yojimbo is one of my favorite independent comic book characters. The character first appeared way back in 1984 in Albedo Number no. 2, published by Steve Galachi's Thoughts and Images. It's bounced around through various publishers. After appearing in a few issues in Albedo, it moved on to its own series with Fantagraphics, Volume 2 went to Mirage, Volume 3 went to Dark Horse, where it stayed there for decades, and then most recently in 2019, it went over to IDW. Basically, the comic follows the exploits of Miyamoto Usagi in 17th century Japan, where everyone is a funny animal. Usagi is a rabbit and his name translates to Rabbit Bodyguard. Stan Sakai created the character way back in 83, and has been publishing him ever since, just celebrating 35 years. He often collaborates with Tom Luth as his colorist, usually just on the covers. Interior art has often been black and white, but there had been a few color specials in the early years. And Volume 2 moves to full color. All the interiors colored by Luth. I'd always liked the character, but I've gotten more appreciation for him in the last several years, and I'm reading the latest volume, Volume 4. Plus, I like to go back and pick up books here and there from eBay. So let's check out this new number one. First of all, the cover. It's drawn by Sakai and colored by Luth. It features the classic Usagi trope of a huge battle and him holding everyone off. You've got basically four ninjas coming at him. Two are already on the ground and he's striking one more down. So he's holding them off in this vicious battle at, and they're on the edge of a cliff. Classic Usagi. He's always being accosted by wandering ninja. And who's that falling off the cliff? We've got Gen, the rhinoceros who accompanies Usagi in uh, adventures here and there. So this cover is so action-packed. I love the composition of it. The series has always been very bloodless, even though it's extremely violent. I kind of wish that it would have that sort of like bloody edge to it, just to juxtapose the cute characters. The colorization on the cover is pretty good. It's flat colors, mostly, but a couple spots look like they've been uh, colored with watercolor to give it a soft edge. I'll give it a 4 out of 5 because I think it's a good cover, but there have been others that have been more dynamic or dramatic or colored a little better. The Usagi logo is a little bit too computer generated for my tastes, so that knocks it down just a little bit as well, as well as the sort of like publisher's info. It's again on like this three-dimensional, hey, Photoshop 1.0 style, which detracts a little bit. 
interior art once again is by uh, Sakai and Luth and by this point there had not been many color interior color stories of Usagi Ujimbo but here's a brand new volume where everything's in color so I still really cling to the black and white version of it because when it went to Dark Horse uh, it was black and white there so I always think of Usagi Ujimbo in uh, in black and white even though there were several issues in color so interior art, it's great. This is a 5 out of 5. There's an amazing variety of panel layout. It's very cinematic in many parts. The very first panel is a very tall panel taking up the full height of the page where Usagi is running at the edge of a cliff by a river. It's basically the scene depicted on the cover just really spelled out. Gen is right behind them. They're both running. There's ninja behind them. There's ninja ahead of them. It's time to fight. Next page is an epic two-page spread where a mini army of ninja attack them both, but of course Gen and Usagi are way better swordsmen than both, and they pretty much kill almost all of them. Again, extremely bloodless. I would have loved to have seen just like blood splatters all over the place, on the rocks, on the floor, everywhere. Heads split in half. But there's never been that amount of violence in any of these Usagi books, even though lots of people die per issue. Life was quite expendable in 17th century Japan. They jump into the river. The underwater shot is also nice with fish swimming around. And they meet a mysterious rat in the shadows after they escape the river. There are a few gradations here and there of color, but it's mostly flat. The variety of line work, I think, really helps separate foreground and background elements. And the colorization is varied enough that it doesn't get jumbled up. Small villages, interior shots, close-ups, I think it's all rendered very well, and the subtle coloring works. To be honest, I think this classic coloring is better than the modern coloring that we're seeing in the latest IDW series. I'm not sure why. Maybe even because of the paper stock. This is, a, this is just classic non-glossy paper, where the current series is in full glossy paper. And there's just a classic late 80s, early 90s feel to it. There's a second story at the end, seven pages long. And each page is three panels in widescreen, you might say, of one particular scene, sort of like in the day in the life of a statue, a Jizo statue. That one's also drawn very well as a sort of an hour-by-hour -hour depiction of time. Alright, the plot. This is Shades of Green Chapter 1. Usagi's stories have often, often ranged between one and half a dozen, at most, stories, and Volume 1 starts off with already a, a Chapter 1 of things. There's a ninja clan, after our heroes, but we find out they're not actually after them. They're just kind of defending the entrance and exit to a village because there's an important character in there, Kakeda, a wise old rat who actually bests both Gen and Usagi. And I kept thinking, he looks a little familiar. And as the comic ends, we know exactly why because he needs to conduct a magical rite with some turtles. Hmm, a rat and some turtles. We have Chizu, 
the female ninja, or Kunoichi, who leads the newly masterless ninja clan, but of course Gunji opposes that because we need better leadership. There's bat spies spying on the ninja, which are of course killed when they're discovered, but with no blood at all. And Usagi and Gen witness Kakere's ritual, which summons or perhaps transforms some familiar turtles. And as I said before, the, the second story, Jizo, is self-contained and it's about a lady putting a Jizo statue by the side of the road to honor her dead, uh, her dead son. Uh, it's pretty dark. She says, my son was murdered here by the five outlaws terrorizing this area. The magistrate and his men patrol this road but have been unable to capture them. So she puts out a statue to sort of like pray for uh, her child and such. And uh, wouldn't you know it, the five that had killed um, her son run into Usagi Ujimbo, who are no match for him. The story ends with, Huh? Your expression has changed. You look more at peace. But that's impossible, isn't it? So the child's death was avenged by Usagi without his knowing. He stopped five bandits on the road, and the statue is pleased. Both plots were very enjoyable, five out of five. I like the self-contained one at the end, as a sort of glimpse into Japanese culture. And the first one, with a cliffhanger ending, is full of action, adventure, and magic. So very nice. As for the enjoyability of the book, I'll give that a four and a half out of five. I dock it just a little bit because I would have wished there was a self-contained story in both the main story as well as the sub-story. I know that it's in issue number one trying to entice people to come back for issue number two, but I would have liked it to be a little bit more of an origin story. Volume one at Fantagraphics lasted 38 issues, and then in 1993 it jumped over, get it, rabbits jump, to Mirage Publishing, and there's uh, there's a single page quick synopsis at the very beginning, but there's just like no explanation of who's Gen or Usagi really, and I would have liked this one to be self-contained just to start off the series, and then started with a two or three part story thereafter. But it was still enjoyable nonetheless. I enjoyed the back cover that depicts Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles number three, the movie, subtitled the turtles are back in time and i remember watching this movie i think on vhs of course i saw the first movie in theaters it was amazing i saw the second one which was also great but i don't remember watching the third one in theaters i think just in vhs and so this was i don't know 93 94 or so when i saw it so that's a little bit of nostalgia points for the book in conclusion this was a great pickup i got it off of ebay it's actually in a technically lower quality than I would have liked it. I don't think the seller had mentioned that it had rusted staples and that there was a visible bend in the back cover. So I'll probably pick up a cleaner copy of this. They're not really that expensive, even in near mint condition. But it was an enjoyable book. Nice art, nice story, fun character. I recommend it. 
If you'd like to see the video version of the podcast, head on over to patreon.com slash vmcampos. I usually have a video version where I also show the comic book in question. You can get it for free at patreon.com slash vmcampos. Follow for free to keep up to date with all of the comic book stuff that I publish on YouTube, podcasts, etc. I create content about comic books, comic halls, San Diego Comic Con, cosplay, Magic the Gathering, etc. Unlock exclusive stuff for $1 at my Patreon, or go to the $2 range and I'll mail you a comic book from my curated collection in thanks. If you can't subscribe at the moment, no worries. Simply follow to be alerted to everything that I do. Patreon.com slash VMCampos. So this week I read Usagi Yojimbo number one, volume two, published by Mirage Publishing in 1993. This has been the weekly VM Campos Comic Book Club, and I'll see you next week.